Is that a threat? Yes. Is that a real threat to an adult? <laughs> Shouldn't be. It depends on the adult. <laughs> Welcome to Mind Matters with Dr. J.A. Jones. Dr. Jones is the head pastor of the Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, Florida. Relationships, finances, our spiritual life, whatever it is, our problems start within, in our mind. Dr. Jones explores mental wellness through the application of God's word in our lives. It's just what the doctor ordered. Let's join him now and dig into mind matters because your mind matters to God. Thank you for being with us today on Mind Matters. I have a special guest with me today. Go ahead and tell the audience who you are. I am Cindy Jones, the First Lady of Faith Community Church. Thank you, Cindy, for being with us today. Last time we got together, or last week, it was about mind-body-spirit balances. Today, we want to talk about understanding why we get angry. People are angry. People are upset. They're in a state of wrath. They're in a state of road rage. They're in a state of just rage. I think because of the last few years, anger and all of those ugly emotions have manifested in so many ways. And I understand the pandemic may have uh, encouraged that mindset, but still, there's so many people are angry today. And we want to talk about why do we get angry and understand how to prepare for a better future. We want to learn about three things today. Actually, it's technically five things, but we're going to talk about other things as relates to that. I think we can have the ability to manage our anger. Yes, we can. It's we can. called self-control. It's called self-control. That's what you call it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, as the scripture said, be angry but sin not. Right. No, I used to be <laughs> an angry person, right? You remember that back in the day? How See, we've I? been together 46 years, so she know me like nobody else know yeah. me. But guess what? God knows me better. Okay. I used to be an angry teenager. Mm. Then I was an angry husband at one point early mm. in our marriage. So I used to yell at you. I used to say things that to you that you didn't deserve because I was an angry young man. And guess what? I opened the Bible one day and I saw what God said in his word. Don't hang around angry people. Wow. So that changed my trajectory and how I looked at anger. So I had to go to God in prayer and say, God, take this anger from me. You may be listening today and you got to know that anger doesn't have to be with you. It doesn't have to be a common place. And we're going to help you today to try to navigate that emotion of anger. Mm. Now, have you ever seen a baby? I know you've been a baby. Everybody's been a baby. <laughs> but sometimes you can see a baby getting frustrated, bothered, when they're trying to drink some milk out of a bottle and they can't put their mouth on the tip of the milk bottle to suck it because they're hungry. You can see that baby just moving their mouth, trying to connect to the milk bottle or, or trying to get something to drink. And, you know, the parent or sibling gave the baby that little bottle and they just get frustrated. You see them, you know, they may begin to cry. They may begin to like, you know, make ugly faces. They used to be cute, but now they look ugly because they said, give me that bottle. I can't, uh, you know, y'all don't know what I'm talking about. I hope you do. Mm. But just like the scripture you were saying a while ago, as we get older, we have a tendency to demonstrate anger and we should not. That's why it says be angry, 
but sin not. Right, right. And I think that's important. And that's what the Bible tells us because the Bible is our guide, our roadmap. The Bible is our basic instructions before leaving earth. Now, one of the scriptures that convicted me years ago is in Proverbs 22. And it says, make no friendship with the angry man. That was me. And with the furious man, do not go, right? Don't Mm -hmm. Don't go there. Don't be there. And the reason it says don't go that way because I can learn his ways and it can be a snare to my soul. Mm -hmm. Wow. Just the association with somebody that is full of anger, wrath, and all of those ugly emotions, it can be contagious. Now, that's kind of how I'm looking at the scripture in the book of Proverbs because Proverbs is a book of wisdom, right? Yes, yes. And in Corinthians, it talks about evil communication corrupts good morals. Right. Yes, it does. Good manners, good morals. Right, right. Whatever you want to call it. Right. So uh, what you hang around, you will eventually start mimicking. Yes. I really believe that is so true, (laughs) especially whoever you hang around and you open yourself up emotionally. Mm-hmm. You know, some people you can be around and you just shut down. That means mm-hmm. you're not going to allow them to impact your mind, your emotions, because you have you don't care about them and they're not important to you. But many times you may have an angry friend or family member mm-hmm. or somebody that you regularly hang around and you can open your mind, your emotions and your heart. Remember, yes. the heart is yes. the seat of who we really are. Yes. So when you do that, we're going to have a tendency to become angry and it can be contagious just like a cold mm-hmm. right right you know sometimes we was talking with our daughter the other day and our grandbaby wasn't doing well mm-hmm. she got better but now our daughter is not doing well <laughs> right. because of why they passed on the symptoms the cold the germs the germs <laughs> yes and she's talking stuffed up with a stuffed up nose and all of that because yes. she even said it i got it from my daughter exactly. i got it from my child Mm Because things can be passed on. And I think anger is the same way. Can you describe the last time you were angry? Oh, boy. Um, You know, you feel the emotions rising in you because of the frustration. Whether somebody understands you or not, are you trying to get a point across? Yes. And and you feel inadequate, so you kind of get upset because they're not getting it. Right. You know? Right. Or you're getting upset because it's revealing something in you. Yes. Yes. So... It's right. always good to check ourselves. Yes. Instead of getting upset with the person, right? we're angry because of something in us. Right. So it goes back to my favorite insightful idea. <laughs> Pay attention to what you give your attention to. If you're listening, if you just tuned in, we're talking about understanding why we get angry. And it's important for us to do that, and it's important for us to know that. So there's a few things we're going to talk about today as relates to anger, and that's so important. Five things, actually, so we can better navigate the space of the emotion called anger. I think there's a physical threat. There's a self-image threat. There's a belief threat. 
and there's a power threat as it relates to five areas where we feel threatened. Then we go down to that space called anger. So let's talk about the first one, the physical threat, which means possibly the fear of physical danger, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. So if I'm an adult and I see a four-year-old trying to beat me up on my legs, trying to hit me, is that a threat? Yes. Is that a real threat to an adult? (laughs) Shouldn't be. It depends on the adult. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. And now, to me, it's not a threat. I mean, it's a cute little Mm four-year-old. They they on your leg and they trying to hit you. So sometimes they can be strong. You're right. This is a different day. (laughs) Yes. But normally, let's go with normally. Come on now, stick with me, Lady of Honor. Normally, (laughs) it is probably not a physical threat. Mm -hmm. But. If I have an opportunity to meet Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, mm-hmm. or Charles Barkley, and they don't know me, and they're in a bad mood, mm-hmm. and they're threatening me, okay. not just verbally, <laughs> I see them raise their hand. Now, to me, that's a physical threat. Yes. I'm in fear of physical danger. Uh-huh. Right? Right. So, guess what? I may get mad. Mm. I won't get glad. But I'm going to get mad. I may feel the emotion of anger. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's the first thing and why people get angry. Because Mm -hmm. of the physical threat. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. The second thing is this. You got anything to say on the physical threat? It's self-image threat. To me, this is a big one as well. Yes. I think it stems from pride. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Pride. Yes. Right? Right. Well, you ugly. If I say you're ugly, <laughs> what is that going to do to you? I know that threw you off, didn't it? <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> you know, people have been called ugly, the ugliest person in the world. People have been called stupid. You're no good, scum of the earth. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't waste my time with you. A lot of times people are insulting another person's intelligence or their self image. Mm-hmm. So it's a self-image threat. You know, right. for example, oh, that's what a person may feel that they're threatened by mm-hmm. their self-image because I'm judging them, I'm sizing them up based on what I see physically mm-hmm. and maybe the attitude because that's another reason people get angry and that's what we're talking about today. And if you just tuned in, mm-hmm. we're talking about understanding anger. Mm-hmm. And once we understand something, I love what the book of Proverbs tells us in Proverbs chapter 4. I believe it's verse number 7. I don't have it in front of me, but it says, Wisdom is the principal thing, but with all thy getting, get understanding. Correct. So today, it's about understanding anger and how it manifests and how it builds. So we talked about physical threat, right? Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. we're dealing with self-image threat, mm-hmm. right? Right. So what happens when somebody degrades a person verbally, like saying they're stupid, they're dumb, they feel wounded. Oh, yeah. And their self-image is threatened. Yeah. And it depends on the person, uh, how much they, uh, or I won't say stuck in that area, like some people are 
take pride in how they look. Right. You know, and they're constantly taking selfies and all this kind right. of stuff, you know, right. and putting themselves out there. And then if they get some feedback from somebody that says that they're ugly, then yet, like you said, they are wounded because they they are trying to get some attention. Okay. Someone to feed their emotions and tell them they look good because they're insecure in mm-hmm. their appearance. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. yes, they will become angry and uh, their self-image is threatened. But for someone that knows they look good and you don't know them, they could care less about what right. your opinion is because right. beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Right. And a lot of times what you're saying is that self-image threat is based on relationship. Right. But guess what? You just said something about self-image, taking selfies, understanding Mm -hmm. pictures. Mm -hmm. People like to take a picture of themselves today. What if they take a picture of themselves and they post it on Facebook? I've known people to unlike a person because they did not like their Facebook profile or they updated Facebook profile. They may say, wow, that doesn't look good. Yeah. So their self-image is threatened because we're in the age of social media. Right. I mean, all platforms. And we've heard stories of children, teenagers, Mm -hmm. because they're in that stage. You know, we've all been there in our teenage years where our how we look. Mm-hmm. means so much to us at mm-hmm. that time yes. and nowadays they done took it to another level where they would try to take their lives or it puts them mm. in depression mm. or they isolate and you know because of what someone said that they didn't like mm. you know mm. comments right people that are not even in your world mm-hmm. you know nowhere near you mm-hmm. influencing your right. life right it's crazy, ain't it? Yes. Right. Don't let someone else's opinion of you become your reality. Correct. I think that's so important. That's a profound statement because people are dealing with physical threat. They're dealing with self-image threat. So we got to understand who we are, that we're fearfully and wonderfully made by God. Mm-hmm. And we can't focus or center our life around the outside we got to focus on who we are from the inside out. So we got to focus on the right perspective and we'll get the better result. Dr. Jones is the pastor of Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, reaching a hurting world with the love of Jesus. We thank you for listening to Mind Matters and we encourage you to show support for the many community outreach ministries that Dr. Jones and Faith Community Church tend to. You can give at Faith Community's website, faithccop.org or just text money sign and the amount you want to give to 833-435-8022. That's 833-435-8022. We are blessed to be a blessing. Now let's get back to the program. The next thing that threatens people and calls them to be angry could be probably in our society. One of the important thing today is belief. I call it a belief threat. It means someone upsets another person's belief system. It's like the balance of right and wrong. Okay. In our world today, uh, without a doubt, especially in the political arena, I've had people to tell me, why aren't you a Republican? Or why aren't you a Democrat? 
why aren't you independent? And they really get upset because you don't believe what they believe. So anger, I think one scripture says, anger resides in the bosom of fools. <laughs> Somewhere in there. <laughs> but we kind of understand that people have trouble accepting other positions and other opinions because they're not confident in their own position. Yes. I guess they want you to agree with them. Right. And so we got to uh, learn to respect other people's opinion. It's an opinion. Right. It's not a fact. It's not a a truth. Okay. The word of God is truth. Yes. What Jesus says is truth. Yes. But everybody else has an opinion. They have certain beliefs and so forth. And we are here for each other Mm -hmm. to Mm complement each other, Mm -hmm. to learn from each other. Yes. But that doesn't mean we got to be like each other. Right. Yes. If we're we're exactly the same, one of us is unnecessary. Yes. Mm -hmm. I like that. 100%. So belief threat is the one that people get discombobulated with, right? Yes, they just go right. crazy, and they will try to harm you. Mm-hmm. They will disown you. They will really get upset and get angry. The other one is this. Let's keep going because we can stay there for a while. Yes. Power threat. That's the fourth one. I uh, wanted to, to address five things. Say that one more time. Yeah, who wants to be in control? Right. Who wants to be in control? Yes. Everybody wants to be in control. No, not everybody. I ain't going <laughs> to say that. I know a lot of people that really want to be in control, right? So when the power threat gets there, it's almost like you taking control away from me. Mm. And when somebody has that mindset of thinking that somebody else is taking control away from them, they may be feeling weak, vulnerable. And most people don't like to feel weak and vulnerable. Because you think somebody else is taking control away from you because of this power tug of war that people are going through today. You can mm-hmm. sit on TV. Right. You can sit in the government. You can sit in the state, the city. And sometimes, apologetically, I'm apologize. It is in the church. It's in every place and every nuance in our society. Yes. So that's why we're dealing with it today. I'm trying to adjust, address, uh, as relates to mind matters, how people are thinking and how we can understand why people get angry. Mm-hmm. I want to empower people today with the right information and the right knowledge to know that people are threatened because of power. Yes, it's everywhere. Whether with the parent and the child, mm-hmm. the child wants to take control and tell the parent what to do. <laughs> that's right. Students and teachers. Yes. That's why we have a lack of teachers. Yes. Because the students, uh, there's a limit to what teachers are able to do as far as disciplining students these mm-hmm. days, you know. Right. And so it is everywhere. In the home, there is order. God has ordained order everywhere. Yes. And so uh, if someone feels like they're being run over they feel threatened. Yes. Taken advantage of. Yes. They feel threatened. Yes. And they become angry. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because you're taking away their power. Self-esteem. You know, yeah, their self-esteem. Someone said, 
you know, a power threat is defined as influencing people, events, and outcomes to suit your own interests and needs. Mm-hmm. And it could include using power threat as a means to obtaining security or gain, as what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Some people want to make sure they are ahead of others. They want to gain to advantage. They want to say, no, I'm better than you because mm-hmm. I believe this. Mm-hmm. I'm better than you because you're not going to take away from me because I don't want to feel weak. I don't want to feel vulnerable. I don't want to feel threatened because when a person feels that in that in that particular space, they're going to get angry. Yes. Like you said, sometimes in school is that way. Yes. In homes, in communities, mm-hmm. you know, in relationships, yes. at the workplace. We know that's there because there's a threat to their power. Yes. To their control. And you said previously, in all that getting, get understanding. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Seek to understand before you're understood. Say that one more time. I like that. Seek I to like understand <laughs> before you're understood. Right, right. Yes. That means we got to listen more than we talk. Two ears, one mouth. Two ears, one mouth. Mm-hmm. I think that leads us to another principle. Be swift to hear, slow, slow to, to speak. speak, and slow to wrath, yes, or yes. slow to anger. Exactly. That is a principle in the book of James progressive swift to hear flirt first mm-hmm. slow to speak second yes. and then slow to anger now are you an angry person if you're listening to us today I want you to know you don't have to stay in that state now personally I have been there and I have done that and got the t-shirt as somebody said and guess what I've done with my t-shirt I threw it in the trash because mm-hmm. I did not want to wear that tag any longer I did not want to be that way I was an angry young man growing up I don't know why but I realized back in the day now I knew why I was angry because of my upbringing because of trauma because of adversity and I took it out on innocent people especially my wife when we got married in the first year or two I took it out and she was so um Responsive. She never responded. Uh, she never reacted. She always responded. She was kind, polite. And I think when somebody else doesn't go with that attitude, it can help mitigate the outcome. In other words, if you are threatened by power, you're threatened by physical threat, you're threatened with your self-image, you're threatened with your belief, when other people see it, if they have the tools and they have the right information to help you, you won't stay there long as well. The other threat we want to talk about is goal, G-O-A-L, a goal threat. Anything that try to get between you and your goal, like security, survival, you feel threatened and you can get angry, right? Right. What about trying to get to work in heavy traffic? Oh, Lord. (laughs) Yes. You want any and everybody to get out of your way. Almost like you're the police. You're Mm. an ambulance. You're trying to go to a place, to to a hospital. It's almost like they want the Red Sea to part because (laughs) they're behind you, right? Exactly. Anybody hangs on your bumper sometime? What do they call that? 
Tailgating. Tailgating. <laughs> They're not at a tailgate football party, right? No. Oh, They're trying to tailgate you because they want you to get out of their way. Now, I don't know what's in their mind or what they're, what's going on, but I move out of their way. Mm-hmm. I may be threatening their goal to get to this place. Now, they may be late because they didn't prepare. Correct. Right? Right. Whatever the case may be. You know, they may have started out late. Right. Uh, things could have got in their way. They held them up. You never right. know. It could be a number of oh, things. Oh, for sure. But you don't take it out on everybody else on the road. You shouldn't. And drive like you're the only person on the road. You shouldn't. You should. People, well, that's <laughs> when road rage takes place, right? Yes. I remember many years ago in Orange Park, I was going down Kingsley Avenue. I will never forget this. This was an emotional experience. I won't ever forget it. Coming toward the high school, coming from uh, Roosevelt, but either way, almost to the railroad tracks, the traffic was backed up. And I saw a guy get out of his pickup truck and had a stick, a big old stick, and a lady was behind him, and I think she was too close. He got up out of the truck and walked toward her, and I'm behind her, and he literally yelled at her. She had two babies in the car, and he literally lifted up a pole like he was getting ready, a stick or whatever it was, hit her. Wow. And I, I saw her, like, panicking. She was crying. He put her in a spin of emotional baggage, trauma. Yeah, right. I would never forget that. Now, I was a young guy. I was mm. going to get out and, and duke it out with him or saying, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? She did not hit you. She may have been too close because the traffic is backed up. Mm-hmm. But he had road rage. Yeah. He was threatened. Yeah. Whatever caused that threat, he used that experience to take it out on an innocent young lady with two kids in the car. Wow. Well, that, that messed me up, Cindy. Mm. That, whoo. What about families and one spouse or a person is trying to get out of debt? I think having a lot of debt and mm. somebody else is trying to stop you from getting out of debt by constantly spending or using credit cards. Wow. And y'all said... We're going to get out of debt. We're not going to use any more credit cards. Or well, one of them said it and the other one didn't. Right. So now one <laughs> is trying to get out of debt. Pays. Yes. And what, ha- what happens when the other one said, no, we got to get out of debt. We got to stop spending. That's a threat to their personal goal. Right. A lot of times the other person don't care. I'm going to spin it because I made it. I'm going to spin it like I can spin it. Right. Because <laughs> right. sometime in relationship, you have what I call a nerd and a free spirit. Mm. The nerd is dress right dress. And a free spirit said, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. <laughs> We're just going to do it how I feel it. No, What's wrong with me buying something? But yet, you're paying like 30% interest on credit cards. You got $100,000 in student loan. Yeah. You got payday loans. At 40% interest you and gotta, the other person. You got to communicate. You got to get right. on one accord right. and understand how 
uh, the stress of the financial bondage is affecting the person that wants to get out of debt. Right. We got to pay attention to each other. Yes. If you want to stay together and live long, <laughs> live a long life. Right. I hope you're listening to this today because <laughs> this is a common place in our society. Yes. In relationships, even if it's just you, yourself, and somebody else, a habit is in relationship, sometimes one person won't have a goal and the mm -hmm. other person don't want to help that other person to achieve that goal. And we're talking about debt because the Bible said the borrower is slave to the lender. Correct. So debt is a taskmaster. Yes. Debt is just crazy. Mm -hmm. So we have been talking about different threats, right? We talked right. about power threat, gold threat, physical threat, yes. self-image threat, belief yes. threat. And I think it's important for us to understand how these things that people are threatening by will cause a level of anger and cause it to rise where it shouldn't rise because mm -hmm. these threats can be direct or indirect. Yes. Thank you for being with us today. Next week, we're going to talk about part two of understanding why we get angry. And we're going to pick it up with threats that are direct or indirect. I'm glad you hung out with us today, Lady of Honor. Thank you. Pleasure being here. I'm glad you came and hung out with me. So hopefully you'll be with me next week as we talk about this. Definitely. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you next Sunday at 5 p.m. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Mind Matters with Dr. J.A. Jones. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 5 p.m. right here on Praise 107.9 for more insightful discussion about how God's word can get our minds right.